0: Hello, good morning, this is Rick Pina and I'm bringing you today's word for May 14th, 2021. I'm teaching a series entitled Leveling Up with the Word. You wanna level up your life? You can level up your life with the Word of God. Why am I talking about leveling up? Well, I believe that God has declared some things over 2021, over this season, that this is a season of new levels for us where we can literally level up in every area, every facet, every aspect of our lives. And we're going to new levels. We live our lives out. God made plans for us from the foundations of the world. You are not a mistake. You were born when you were born. You were born where you were born because of why you were born. And so, uh, yes, you're born, but you don't know all the plans that God made for you, but then the Holy Spirit, once you're born again, you accept Jesus as Lord. The Holy Spirit begins to reveal to you the things that were concealed from you, but prepared for you. And then now you start to walk in those things and we live out our lives in times and seasons and levels and stages. And this is a season and a stage for new levels. Say amen to that. So as we're seeking new levels, listen, we have to get into the word of God. You want to level up in 2021? We are going to level up by getting into the word. All right. So that said, man, I'm excited about this series. Uh, We've been looking at the parable of the sower. This is the parable. This is the mother of all parables. Jesus said, if you don't understand this parable, how can you understand any parable is the mother of all parables is the parable of the sower. We've been studying this parable and today's message is entitled understanding the Bible through the Holy Spirit I, I didn't give it a fancy title it's a straightforward title understanding the Bible through the Holy Spirit that's what we're going to talk about today you have the Holy Spirit you have the author of the book living on the inside of you you're born again you can understand the Bible through the Holy Spirit let's talk about it all right so Jesus said in Mark chapter 4 verses 13 through 20 these are the the eight verses that we'll be studying for months the Bible says the farmer, It's like someone who plants God's word down inside of people. Now, sometimes the teaching falls along the path. That's like the people that hear the word of God, but they don't understand it. And because their understanding is unfruitful, then Satan comes immediately and snatches away the word that was sown in their heart. Now, other people are like the seed that's planted on rocky ground. These are the people you've probably seen them before in church. These are the people that get super excited when they hear word. (laughs) They get very emotional, overexcited and all of that. They tell everybody about it. They gladly accept the word of God in that moment. But... They don't allow it to go deep into their lives. These are surface level Christians. So as soon as trouble comes or persecution comes because of the word that they heard, they give up. Now, other people are like the seed that's planted amongst the thorny weeds. You've probably seen these people too, where they get a word from God and they really want that word to grow. But the problem is they have other stuff growing in their heart, like the cares of this world, the love of money, everything else they want they have selfish desires. And so all of this other stuff the, Jesus likened it to weeds and these weeds grow up and choke out the seed of the word. And so the word doesn't produce a harvest in their lives. And then other people are like good ground. These are the people that receive the word of God that are in position to apply it. They meditate and medicate on it. They want to be changed by it. And so the word works, the word works. If you work the word, it produces a harvest. Now, sometimes 30 times more, sometimes 60 times more, sometimes a hundred times more. So what does this mean for you today as it relates to the Holy Spirit and understanding the Bible? I have three things to share with you on this morning. uh, I'm going to get very practical. This is straightforward teaching. I pray that you open up your heart to receive this Friday morning so we could close out the week strong, head into the weekend strong. Three things. Number one, here we go. Lock in. You ready? All right, here we go. Number one, understanding the Bible is not an easy task at first. And so Um, I keep honing in on the fact that Satan can come immediately and snatch away the word that was sown in your heart if you don't understand it. So understanding the Bible is critical, but I also know how frustrating it could be. Now, I I grew up in a church that was very religious. I grew up, uh, focused on rites and rituals and routines. Uh, and I had a Bible. I think I I did, but I never really read it. I, I, you know, I only heard about it a little bit when I was in church. Uh, But it was never really taught to me. I never really understood it. And whenever I did crack it open, it just didn't make sense. It just didn't make sense. And I run into people all the time that say, yeah, I don't know, man. Rick, uh, yeah, I tried it. You know, I I tried the Bible. I don't know. It's so confusing. It just, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, I had one person tell me yesterday, well, the way my mind is set up, you know, I I, I just don't get it. <laughs> and I understand. I understand how confusing it could be. I understand how frustrating it could be. So this morning, before I get into some serious teaching, let me just give you some practical advice if that's you or if you know somebody that's in that boat. So one of the mistakes that I think people make is that they start reading the Bible at the book of Genesis, right? Because obviously, practically speaking, like, oh, if I'm going to read a book, I'm going to read it from the beginning. But I don't I don't advise that at all. If you start reading the Bible in Genesis, is not, I mean, you're going to read stuff. You're not going to understand it. You're going to see that somebody was, you know, somebody lived 900 years. Somebody lived 800 years. You're like, what is that? You're going to, you're going to, you're just going to, you're going to be confused. So if you, if you don't, I recommend if you're just getting started that you read the gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, I really recommend that you start with John because John is straightforward, right? Matthew is like, oh, okay, Matthew's a Jew writing to Jews. So he's like, let me make sure that I, I build the case like a lawyer. I need to make the case that Jesus was the Messiah, you know, of the house and lineage of David. So it's like this person begot this person and this person begot this person and this person begot this person and go and he goes through 40 and two generations and all of that to get to Jesus and Matthew. That's how he starts and all of that. That's cool. And I understand it. But John is like, forget all that. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God and all things that were made were made by him and without him was nothing made that was made glory to God. Let me just tell you about Jesus and John. He cuts to the chase. He tells you about Jesus. If you read the gospel of John, you're going to hear about Jesus and then you're going to hear words from Jesus and it's going to be a blessing. So read that and then and then I recommend that you read the letters from Paul to the churches and then after you do all of that, then you can go back to the Old Testament and start reading some wisdom literature, and history literature, and all of that, Uh, but don't start at the beginning, it's going to be confusing, another thing, if you're going to just start your Bible reading journey, please make time to pray as you read, so you're reading, but remember this is a spiritual book, so you you don't just read it like a novel, you're reading it, but then you need to pray, you need to give the Holy Spirit, who's the author of the book, uh, give him time and space to speak to you, remember he's the author, and he wrote it, so as you read his book, Ask him. I remember I used to ask. I still do. I'll be reading something. I'll be like, "Whoa, hey, Holy Spirit, what, what what is that? I mean, what what did you mean right here? Right? So if, if you have a conversation with the author of a book, you can ask him, "Hey, what did you mean in chapter three? <laughs> what were you talking about right there? Can you tell me tell me a little bit more about this story?" So ask the author of the book to talk to you. And so you, but you got to give him time and space to talk and to work. Remember, this is a spiritual thing, which leads me to the next thing. Take your time listen, applying the Bible is a lifelong journey. And so it's not, you don't have to just read it all at once. You don't matter of fact, it may not even, it would be, it may not even be useful for you to read books of the Bible all in one, you know, or, or sit there and read it for hours. So read portions and then pray over it, meditate on what you read, let God speak to you about it. And then last thing here on this first point, is attempt to apply what you're reading to your daily living, right? That's that's the point. You got to turn the corner from information to application. If you're not applying it to your life, then it's not really becoming real. This is where people like me come in. This is where you need pastors and teachers to teach you the word of God. This is where you need people to take the word and break it down in simple terms. My cousin, Eddie says that I I teach the Bible. I break it down Barney style, right? I mean, so I'm breaking it down into very simple terms. I'm not using $500 words. I'm not trying to make it seem complicated. You know, I'm just kind of break it down. You need people in your life that can explain it in a, in a way that you, that is simple to understand, comprehend, digest, process, analyze, then apply And then you do that. And then, and as you do that, and then you, you couple that, what you're hearing from teachers and pastors with what you're studying on your own, then the words will seem to make more sense to you and you can apply it to your daily life. I wanted to start off with some practical advice. Amen. All right. Number two, now God is a spirit. Now this is numbers two and three. This is where I really want to get into the meat of the message. So God is a spirit. And as a spirit, he can give you spiritual understanding. So once again, Jesus mentioned these four types of soil and the first type of soil, which we've been looking at the soil along the path. Well, these are the people that receive the word, but they don't understand it. And because their understanding is unfruitful, Satan comes immediately and snatches away the word that was sown in their heart. In Matthew's account, in Matthew chapter 13, the Bible says, Jesus said, this is why I speak to people in parables. Those seeing, they do not see. Though hearing, they do not understand. In them is the prophecy of Isaiah fulfilled, where Isaiah said, you will be hearing, but never have understanding. You will be ever seeing, but never perceiving. But to you guys, blessed are your eyes because you see. Blessed are your ears because they hear. Blessed is your heart because you have spiritual understanding. So here's some things that we can glean from this. The father... Wants to give us spiritual understanding of His Word, but to those that are not sensitive to the Holy Spirit, then you can have the Word and have the Spirit, and the whole, and the Word still not make any sense. Remember, the Word of God is alive. It's it's the Bible is a spiritual book designed to speak to your spirit, not your senses. Let me make sure I I, I make this point clear. The Bible doesn't speak to your senses. The Bible speaks to your spirit. This is why the Bible doesn't have to make sense. You cannot validate. If you can validate something that you hear with, you know, with natural senses, then you say, oh, that makes sense. That's logical. That makes sense. That's logical. But the Bible is often illogical and, and nonsensical right? So the Bible doesn't have to make sense. The things of the spirit realm don't have to make sense. They don't, they cannot be validated oftentimes with sense realm evidence. So as a believer, there are some portions of the Bible that you have to understand by faith. It takes faith to understand. Let me give you a couple of quick examples. Healing doesn't make sense. The Bible says, Hey, if you're sick, come to me. One of the elders of the church, we may anoint you with oil, Pray the prayer of faith. The prayer of faith shall heal the sick and the Lord shall raise him up. Well, don't go tell a doctor that you're sick, but you're going to go to somebody that's going to take some oil and put it on your head and say a few words. The doctor will be like, that doesn't make any sense. Healing doesn't make sense. Tithing doesn't make sense. The virgin birth doesn't make sense. Somebody getting up from the dead doesn't make sense. I mean, there's a bunch of stuff in the Bible that doesn't make sense, but faith perceives as real. God's word even when there is no sense realm evidence to support it. So there's some portions of scripture that you got to believe by faith. They're they're not going to make sense. This is not a a head thing. This is a heart thing. You have to have faith to see and hear and understand. You have to be led of the spirit to see and hear and understand. But when you do, you will be changed by the word of God and you will be changed forever. So when you approach the word of God, you have to approach it with your spiritual understanding. You you have to understand that this is a spiritual spirit thing. God gave you his spirit so that you could have divine understanding. So let me say this, if it's true, and it is because the Bible says so, that Satan can come immediately and snatch away the word that's sown in your heart. If you don't understand it, then it's also true that if you do understand it, if you do comprehend it, if you do apply it, if you do have it down in your heart, then Satan can't snatch it. Satan can't take a word from you that you understand, that you apply, that, that you put down in your heart. If you understand it, if you have spiritual understanding, then this is a word you will retain. This word will produce fruit and your fruit will remain. So spiritual understanding is critical because you will never maximize what you do not understand. Number three. Okay. Last thing for today. And I know that this is not like the last series I was talking about, you know, I was preaching and talking about a bunch of stuff and you're like, man, Rick, you just straight up teaching. No, well, you need both. You need preaching and teaching. And right now this is very important. I need you to get this down in your heart, especially this last point. Lock in. The third point is this. God gave you his spirit so that you can understand spiritual things. Listen, God gave you the Holy Spirit so that you could understand spiritual things. In First Corinthians chapter 2, the Bible says, No one has ever the prophet said, No one has ever seen, no one has ever heard, no one has ever even imagined the things that God has prepared for those that love Him. Right? And so, so if you just stop there, you'll be like, Oh, you see, the ways of God are past finding out. You can never know what God might do, you can never know the things of God, no, keep reading, keep reading, so he said, listen, eye has not seen, ear has not heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man, the things that God has, no, I got it, but keep reading, but the Bible says, God has revealed these things unto us, how, by his spirit, for the spirit knows all things, yea, even the deep things of God, the deep secrets of God are known by the Holy Spirit, Paul goes on to say, no one knows God's thoughts except God's spirit be in him. And God gave us his spirit so that we can know the things that he has freely given unto us. God gave us his spirit so we can know. So if you're born again, you have the Holy Ghost living on the inside of you. God gave you his spirit so that you can know. Yes. Eye has not seen, ear has not heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man, the things that God has prepared for them that love him. This God made plans for you from the foundations of the world. You were born ignorant of those plans. You were born, you didn't know anything about those plans. You knew that you were predisposed to do certain things. You were good at this and good at that. You didn't even know why. But God gave you his spirit so you can know. God gave you his spirit so you can understand. God gave you a spirit so that there could be a direct connection, spirit to spirit. God gave you a spirit so you could... Whew, receive downloads from heaven so that you can have spiritual understanding. The word of God is powerful, but the word of God is spiritual. The word of God is not going to benefit you if you don't understand it. And you just can't understand it with head knowledge alone. If you are just trying to understand it with a head knowledge, you're not going to understand it. You're going to fail to understand it. And you will be susceptible. The Bible says to the, to Satan, where Satan will come immediately and snatch away the word that's sown in your heart. But if you understand it, you're born again. You know that the author of the book lives on the inside of you you know that the Holy Spirit is more than capable of giving you spiritual understanding you know that the Holy Spirit is more than capable of flooding your eyes Ephesians 1 and 17 your eyes will be flooded with light so that you can know what God has prepared for you so that you can know the spiritual things that God has for you in heavenly places in Christ Jesus flooded with light so that you can know. God gave you his spirit so you can know and comprehend and spiritually understand everything that he's already prepared for you. This is what Paul was talking about in 1 Corinthians chapter 2. But he also said in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 that those without the spirit of God, they can't understand or comprehend these things. Those without the spirit of God, they hear the things of God and they are foolishness unto them. Listen, if you cannot discuss spiritual things with unspiritual people, that this thing is... It's foolishness unto them. You can't take tithing and offering and go talk to your financial planner about it if that person is not born again. It's foolishness unto them. A lot of things that we do as born again believers, being led of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will lead you to do things at the risk of looking foolish and people without the Holy Spirit cannot understand the things of the Spirit of God because they are spiritually discerned. Neither can they know them, the Bible says. So if you if you are born again, then, then you have to do whatever the Holy Spirit leads you to. To do, but don't expect people that are not born again to co-sign what you're doing. Don't look for validation from people that don't have the Holy Spirit because they can't understand the things of the Spirit of God. But when you are in tune with the Holy Spirit and you open up your Bible and you get down into the word and the author of the book who's living on the inside of you, he is like he makes the words of the pages jump off the pages and get down into your heart. You will have an understanding that far exceeds anything that is human ability or human power or human strength, you will have a level of wisdom and understanding that far exceeds your education and experience. Listen, I have a graduate degree, so does my wife, but that doesn't matter. What we get from the Holy Spirit far exceeds education, far exceeds experience. I'm talking about God can give you the tongue of the learned. God can give you insight from above. God can give you wisdom and understanding through the Holy Spirit and through the word of God. You can walk with a level of wisdom, with a level of spiritual understanding. You'll be able to look at things. You can die Digest, process, analyze. You can comprehend uh, things that, that that are complex. You can make the complex simple. Why? Because you have the Holy Spirit. You have God living on. You are walking around with God on the inside of you. You are walking into every meeting, every conversation, all the activity, every Zoom call. You are walking into these things with the Holy Ghost on the inside. You are walking around with God on the inside of you. And yes, and so the God who knows all things is living on the inside of you. Tune in. Let the Holy. Holy Spirit illuminate the book. And and if you do and you get the word down in your heart, I'm telling you this is a spiritual book. You must have spiritual understanding. This this far exceeds human intellect. This far exceeds human power. This is spiritual, not natural, say amen to that. Oh my God. All right, so let me close this message out. Let me send you into the into the weekend. I got a little bit excited there. All right, let's close this out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and say this. Say, "Father, This is a season for me to level up. Your spirit enables me to see the word, hear the word, and understand the word of God. And I am changed by that word that I see and hear and understand. Your word is incorruptible seed whereby I was born again. Now that I'm new, I get your word down in my heart continually. However, I know father that your ways are above my ways. Your thoughts are above my thoughts. So I cannot just operate with human intellect. I need spiritual assistance. And you gave me that by your spirit. Your spirit reveals to me the secret things concerning my life. Your spirit reveals to me Things that would otherwise remain concealed from me. Your spirit illuminates the scriptures in a way that only the author can. So thank you, Father, for giving me your spirit. I am led of your spirit every day, in every way. This is how I level up in 2021. Greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. So please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org, click on the subscribe button to get all my notes for free. Listen, sign up, get the word. You're going to get the word on a, on a daily basis in your email inbox. Also, thank you for tuning in here. If this message has been a blessing to you, I want you to do two things. Number one, leave me some comments in the chat because I go back and I read those. Number two, uh, share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline and with your friends. And then on Fridays, i like to mention a couple other things. Let me just mention this uh, because we have a building project in the Dominican Republic. We're building a school and a church there. We have 170 Haitian children that we provide an education for. We're going to grow that, I believe to about 200 children. We provide them a hot meal education, all of that. And we're doing that through ministry. And so if you want to partner with us, Uh, The price of everything has gone up, Uh, construction and all of that has gone up in the Dominican Republic. So we're over budget, but I'm not concerned (laughs) because I know God is our source. But if you want to partner with us, go to ripministries.org, click on the donate button. All the donations are tax deductible in the United States. RIP Ministries is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Sow a seed, partner with us. The grace of God that's on our ministry would also rest upon you. I love you and God loves you more. Have an amazing weekend. I'll see you on Monday. God bless you.